Master Skywalker. There are too many. Swear words. What are we going to do? <laughs> Terrific. This show contains some adult language and may not be suitable for younglings. Hello there. He's no good to me dead. We're fine. We're all fine here now. How are you? I think you'll fill in nicely. This is where the fun begins. Can you hear me? Cool. Can you hear me? Are we there? Are we recording? Tap, tap, tap. tap. We're recording. recording. Are we back? Are we back? Welcome, listeners. Greetings and salutations. Yeah, our intro game is a little bit weak. How do we do? There's one of us missing. Guess we can't play the game this week. (laughs) Surprise. Whoops. Yeah, we, we did that on purpose, folks. We decided that we are well due for a news reviews and interviews episode of good morning alderaan the old school the og format uh celebrating our one year too we kind of blazed over that last week congratulations fellas uh thank you and thank you the listener for um hanging out with us for this past year and a bit we're going to gradually i think phase back into this format a little bit more um a, it seemed like our numbers were a lot better for, for <laughs> listeners. And B, uh, I just like talking to the, you guys about our weekly takes. And it's also a lot of lot of work trying to come up with a story and then editing the story. And I've gotten very lazy, but I meant to actually like put in more editing effects into the story itself. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Laser sound. Getcha. Laser sound. <laughs> Lightsaber slash. <laughs> you you do say that uh, we're going old school with uh, news reviews and interviews. I just want to not false advertise, folks. We do not have an interview. Not tonight. We're interviewing ourselves, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Does that count? We're, we're, we got to you know we got to walk before we can run again here, guys. We we've just yeah. been on the okay, we've been on the bench. Tony Stark. Okay. <laughs> I love you three things. I have a plan. Attack. Uh. Well. But, you know, we got something lined up for next week. A certain Mr. Ford, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Something's in the works. Maybe an interview. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. <laughs> Harrison Ford, ever heard of him? <laughs> I don't know. He's got, no, no. D- maybe. Doug Ford? Are we going to get Doug Ford I on? thought you meant yeah. our Ontario premier. <laughs> like Doug Ford? Does he like Star Wars? I don't know. I don't um, think so. Yeah, who knows? But anyways, alas, here we are. Here we go. Does anyone else watch Doug Ford's hands, arms when he's standing off to the side in those press conferences? He can't oh, put they're his very, arms down. He's like suitcase arms almost. <laughs> he's yeah. like holding suitcases <laughs> out of the side. <laughs> it's always so awkward. He's just like standing by the side. <laughs> our, I got to remind you though, Ryan, I think, uh, no joke, 69% of our listenership as per uh her listening statistics are american so uh they might they not get who you're talking about. about no probably not but they probably know his brother though they would have heard of the the toronto mayor who was busted about 10 years ago for doing crack uh on an online he, video he, he was on kimmel. Passed, he went on he fallon or kimmel didn't he it was kimmel, kimmel gave him kimmel. some attention yeah. anyways kimmel and then he passed away a few years ago. He did, RIP. Because and he then his still... brother ran for premier of Ontario. So yeah, yeah, which is kind of like the the governor, senator. Yeah, 
Governor. The governor senator of Ontario. <laughs> yeah. Look at us talking politics. Right. I am I the senate. senate. I was just going to say. <laughs> oh, yes. Jinx by Nico. Oh, my God. This is <laughs> a cola. Not, yeah. <laughs> cola, not cane. That's the Coke I <laughs> smoke. Um, all right, guys. Um, so I think, you know, the, the big thing going on right now is, of course, Book of Boba. That's the biggest Star Wars bit of media. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You probably haven't even watched. Stop it. Okay, but first. No, I'm before, watching. Before. I think, I, think, I think Andy's already, you know, rendered his uh, verdict. The only thing that saves the Book of Boba Fett is a high profile cameo. As we'll for see. Me, I think that almost wrecks it. We'll no. get into it. We'll get into it. There's a, let's let's glaze over these quick other little news things first of all. Um, so Ahsoka is apparently reportedly starting to shoot soon. That's that's Ooh. encouraging. Ooh. Um, that is on. There is a. Uh, this is from comicbook.com, and they okay. state that uh, the status is for uh, January 2022 in Los Angeles. Uh, it's according to Production Weekly, which is like, oh, is like a Reddit link that someone posted in Star Wars leaks in Reddit. Um, did, did, you the other, did you see the other Ahsoka news? No, what is that? Eliz- Mary Elizabeth Wins- Winstead joins Rosario Dawson and Ahsoka. Who's, who's you know she reported to play? Uh, it doesn't say. Mary and apparently Hayden Christensen's going to be in it too. Yeah, I heard that. Yep, I didn't oh, yeah. know that. That's old news. What? That's old what? news, bro. I, I don't think I knew that. See, without this podcast, I don't. I don't. I'm all. I'm out of the loop. I'm all confusticated. Huh. Okay. Oh, no. Well, there we go. That's cool. We got. We uh, okay. Well, that that's that's very encouraging. Um, My girl Ramona Flowers. I don't know who that is. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, true. Okay, that's who that is. Sweet. Yeah. Hey. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's my big Ahsoka news there that it's starting to film soon. <laughs> They're making more there Star Wars. Surprise. Woo. And do um, there wasn't really a ton of like updates as far as that goes, uh, but you guys just gave me one there, so we'll call that the the update. Um, there's a rumor as well, switching gears, that Amelia Clark's Amelia, Amelia Clark's Kira to star in new Disney Star Wars Plus series. Um, Interesting. I, it didn't really say. See, I see. If we're going to talk about Boba Fett, and we talk about cameos. That's the one cameo that I think will happen, and it's the one I'd be okay with. I agree. Now, well, now the the one I keep hearing is Harrison Ford. Yeah. But I wonder if that's partially just like because of what happened at the end of last season of Mando. They're just like, we're just going to throw shit at the wall and guess that there's going to be a cameo. It's like Mark was in the last season of Mando. Yeah. So who else is left? Harrison Ford? Sure. Now, do you think he'll actually be the guy to lend his voice to? Because it's I can almost tell you right here, right now, likely not going to be real life Harrison Ford. It's no. probably going to be. A Mark Hamill esque uh, CGI face deep fake. Yeah. Um, the th- but the thing is, is like it would make sense with the story because at the end of Solo, there's a whole thing about I got a big job with the Huts, blah blah blah. 
I'm going to Tatooine. I mean, I know the huts are gone now. Although, unless he's yeah. referring to the twins, well, that, but that, he, he's referring. To, yeah, but that's like that's a New Hope. That's New Hope era. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. But, you're right. You're right. But if we're gonna divulge, let's just take this river in a whole different tributary right now. That that's could right. set up something nicely for Obi Wan. Because that mm. would be in and around the same time as this Obi Wan series. Fuck, I can't so believe this great. Big hot all job. over the place. I'm all over the place. Well, Tatooine, like Tatooine, is such a saturated kind of where it all began. Yeah, kind of yeah. like Ugh. what would you even call it? Like default for a lot of Star Wars uh, story instigators, where it's just like start on Tatooine. What am I Tatooine? Coming from Tatooine. Yeah, fair enough. It's it, it's a big like Tatooine's been beaten i'd say however you know it's still providing an interesting landscape and i still feel like we've not even really explored it that much um what i've liked about let's let's get into the book of boba fett now all right what i've liked right. about it is kind of exploring more you kind of see the city of mos Espa itself first of all before you, we do that it, you hear about it before we do that can i talk okay, about Obi Wan for a second sure. can yes, i please I, do. i'm going to derail you entirely because i feel very strongly about obi-wan coming out in 2022 but yet there's still no news, real news on it. And we were talking off air about when it's coming. And I said, May the 4th. And then you had to burst my bubble, Pat, by saying, I heard the Bad Batch was Bad Batch 2 is going to come out on May the 4th. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed at the way you laughed. And then I got really angry because I want Obi-Wan. And then I said to you, do you think Obi-Wan's going to be pushed to the fall? And you're like, I'm hearing even 2023. Well, fucking great. 2023. The only reason I survived 2021 was because Obi-Wan was coming out in fucking 2022. <laughs> okay. Is this it's, the news? Or is it just like... Well, it is. I, I did see that. I did That's all I got to say. Move on now. Talk about Boba Fett and him sleeping in a bath all night. I don't fucking no, care. No, no. You derailed me. So let's, let's, let's continue on this vein here. Uh, that was I, another I, piece of uh, media that was released saying that uh, a show release schedule or um, not schedule, but like release window i think is what they title it what they call it where um it was said that the uh bad batch 2 was slated for the spring of 2022 which would line up with may the 4th which is when it was released last year so maybe they're going to start this tradition of bad batch and or animated content on may the 4th sure but um and then so this this author had been speculating saying that you know there because there has been a lack of media surrounding obi-wan speculating perhaps omicron had its stake in the production of obi-wan as well um mm. that that uh, these Obi-Kron. delays obi-kron oh. don't just don't just don't <laughs> 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 yeah, it's only fun. Uh, yes, Obi-Kron. I still think Obi Wan's. I, I still think Obi Wan's coming out sooner than we think. I think I'm going to say spring because they filmed it on the volume and it's been done for ages now. Right? They filmed finished filming like months ago. Well, it seemed like it. We got that one little teaser snippet early December, late November, might have yeah. been. Uh, that's on Disney Plus currently. It's like a mm-hmm. two minute featurette of. Just Ewan McGregor saying, like, I'm very excited to be playing Obi-Wan again and to have another whack at Christian. He <laughs> doesn't sound like that at all. I've, I've, been watching, I've been watching a lot of Outlander recently, so I'm getting my Scottish uh, 
Scott, you just called you just called him Christian, not Hayden or Christensen. You called him Christian. <laughs> Get me a Christian again. What? Why don't I, I call him that, by his I, denomination anymore? I got to I got to hang out with that lady. Well, the oh later, Claire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. She's the nicest person in the world. When I was uh, had to be like a like a publicist for a couple of weeks, um, but yeah, I got to like guard her snacks. Oh boy! <laughs> she was in the green room of the Global Morning Show. Oh, no they brought in special. So they brought in special food just for her that no one else is allowed to have, and I had to awkwardly kind of get in between. Like, sorry, this is for <laughs> this is for this Claire. Is for, you. This is for Claire. Yeah. My entire office. She, she was. She was like the sweetest. She was so nice. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Maybe she'll be in Star Wars soon too, and she can maybe take on Christian. Maybe. But I don't know. I, I think Obi-Wan's going to come out sooner than we think. I think it's going to come out before Andor. I just oh, hope. I hope so. I, um, well, it, it, I mean, it, well, nothing against Andor. I mean, I, I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be good. Um, my hopes aren't as high as it as it was for Here's Book of thing. Boba Fett. Fair enough. Eh, well, that's fair. But mm. maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. Well, the thing is with Andor, his character... He, he can only, uh, only go up from here because his character was a tad boring. <laughs> All things considered. Yeah, he kind of flip-flopped a little bit. It was just kind of like, like, where's your arc, bud? He's got no... Uh, and again, that's what this that's what this series is supposed to do yeah. is just get like, give some context to the character. Um, again, this could line up right around the Obi-Wan Kenobi timeline as well. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to be like an extension of each other almost where... Uh, like Obi-Wan is going to start and then you get Obi-Wan's side and then the torch is going to be like somehow ceremoniously passed storytelling story-wise to Andor to then kind of continue that along. Um, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if maybe Obi-Wan is done, but I wonder if there's something that's supposed to connect with that's ha- like delayed. That's why it's delayed. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe there's another series or something that's supposed to like, you know, lead into Obi Wan or reference it, and then that's where the delay is. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah. alas, anyways, should we talk about Book of Boba Fett? Let's open the Book of Boba Fett. Let's open. Get, it. Gather around, kids. Let's let's crack that spine. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Andy. Andy, you you had a pretty audible reaction, so you, you tell us how you're feeling. What initial thoughts, Andy? What do you got? So, I, in all transparency, I, I like. It's a little choppy the back and forth with like flashbacks and then bringing you into yeah. like the present. I feel like it's not as well done, or I'm, I'm not having the same experience that maybe other people are having with it. Um, what I do appreciate about the flashbacks, though, is that it's giving us some sort of character development to Boba Fett that we've never had before. Essentially he was this kind of cool looking guy that people fell in love with, with little, no little history behind him in the original like debut of him. Um, I mean, we get a little bit of backstory in attack of the clones, like a tiny bit. Right. Um, But really he's like a really not known character. So to kind of actually give him some, try to give some emotional connection to the character. I like the idea of him having like the flashback scenes and uh, in terms of like him having memories when he's in his bath, restoring himself. Hmm. Um, 
I think that stuff's well done. There's some cool little scenes in it. Like we talked, I think we talked in a chat group about this, um, like the train scene where he's chasing yeah, down a train. Cool. I actually did enjoy episode four overall. Um, I, I found, I th- thought the whole arc of finding his ship at Jabba's palace and getting it back. I liked that little part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I liked him going back looking for the armor. I thought that was kind of cool and him overlooking the Sarlacc pit. Um, But there's something about it that seems very slow. Yeah. Like while overall I'm like, okay, I kind of appreciate the story and I kind of appreciate where they're going with it. I get like law. I get sort of bored. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It it just, it moves too slow. What I think would really help with this this Disney construct, like they've they obviously did it for the Mandalorian because, um, sorry, I'll I'll finish my thought. Releasing the entire season at once, they yeah. they released it week by week initially for the Mandalorian because that came congruently with the release of Disney Plus itself. That was the anchor for Disney Plus. That was like what getting what was getting people involved. So they could have their one week or two week or even one month, whatever the trial period was, like your free yeah. free trial. Yeah. And then keep them hooked beyond because obviously Mandalorian extended beyond that. Which has then yeah. gone into a new season, which is then, you know it's it's them just trying to keep people on the hook and on the line. At this point, I think enough people Star Wars fans, Marvel fans, whatever Disney series fan you're a fan of, uh, or whatever Disney brand you're a fan of, we're bought in, Disney. Give it to us all at once. Give us like a seven-hour Book of Boba Fett movie, which is what essentially seven or eight episodes will be, will translate to be. And I think you're going to get a lot more satisfaction out of that, as opposed to people watching one episode at a time, dissecting just that small part of the storyline, and then essentially judging yeah. a chapter for the book itself. Yeah. Like Which I would I enjoy she... it. I think I, I agree with you. Like I I'm trying to like withhold my complete judgment until the whole yeah. seven se- episode arc is done. But like, yeah. if you think about it with Mandalorian, they, I kind of, I'm okay with the week by week episode. Cause I can't remember when it first came out, what the commitment was. But it feels like, okay, Mandalorian's going to be at least three or four seasons, maybe at the most four seasons, maybe only three. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but it, it felt like with Mandalorian, especially after season one, like, okay, it is going to continue. Yeah. Where with Boba Fett or even like Obi-Wan, I'm thinking those are very like standalone stories. Like those things yeah. aren't going to be multiple seasons. So I agree with you. Give it to us all in one shot. Something yeah. that you kind of invest is going to be a running s- series, then I can totally appreciate that being week to week. But I think some things just need to be in one shot. Like on, it's total off bait. Like not really to Star Wars, but Netflix is re-releasing the final season of Ozark. Uh, came out today, I think. Yeah. Uh, the final season, and it's they're releasing all fourteen episodes, one shot. Yeah, love it. I mean, that's just that's how Netflix always does it, right? Um, I think. I everything I, I like most of everything with Boba Fett, but I agree with Andy where it's like the flashbacks. I like what's happening in the flashbacks, and I like mostly mostly what's happening in the present. But when it jumps back and forth, it disrupts the flow of everything. Like just as you're just getting into the story, and it's like, oh, now I'm back in the present. 
And I think, I think honestly, I think I saw a YouTuber, I think it was Screen Crush or something, saying that the show would work better if they just did it chronologically. If they mm-hmm. did, if they just started with him coming out of the Sarlacc and did all the backstory and then led into the part where season two ended, because then you know his motivation. Like the problem with the stuff, I think I would say if you're comparing the two, the flashback to the present, I would say the the by and large the flashbacks have been better than the present. The present just seems like little teases of things that could happen and might not happen, but nothing's really happened. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he showed up, he got beat up. He went in his back to tank. He's assembling, like, he's assembling a gang still. Yeah. Four, four episodes really know. in, he's still getting yeah. like uh, every part of the heist movie. You got the brains, you got the brawn, you got the young yeah. punk, you got the, uh, you know, he's still, he's like, what? Three characters into that. And I'm counting that biker gang. And I use that term loosely biker. Uh, I'm counting yeah. them as like one character essentially um, of just you like, mean like those, those uh, 70s, the mod guys, the seven <laughs> mid seventies, eighties, like the Vespa gang. Yeah. Well, apparently the they're based gang. off of uh, a best in the sixties. The there was this whole thing with uh, in Britain or England called mods. And they literally drove like Vespas that were all souped up just like that. Wow. With all oh, the mirrors. I literally the, um, never heard of that in my life until I saw that. I saw that too. But, uh, I was uh, intrigued yeah. by it, certainly. But still. Yeah. These angsty without... teenager biker gang on Vespas. <laughs> yeah. Hey, a- angsty teenagers are not just limited to planet Earth, my friend. I'm sure they're in a planet far, far away as well. It's true. So yeah, it, there is something kind of as much as i'm enjoying it i do i, I kind of want to wait to see where it ends up but at the same time there's something like that doesn't isn't quite as enjoyable you know what i mean the the first episode of mando i was like i'm hooked you know what i mean yeah i was thinking i was trying to compare the opening scene of him like think about the first scene in mando where he comes to the bar and he collects that first bounty and he like there's that whole fight sequence and, and he like the guy's trying to escape and he pulls his legs out from under him and then shoots the door and the door closes on him like that whole action sequence is, is like so good slapped but there's nothing there's nothing like that in boba fett maybe yeah. the train sequence maybe and he's, you know he's so it, fat and overweight <laughs> he's just like well, well oh, and he's well, too that's, old that's, and that's the other part thing. is it, it's, i guess that's another thing let's yes, talk about, let's talk about storyline first and then we'll get into yeah. <laughs> other stuff so i think it'll be interesting storyline i will relieve judgment once it's done i will say the backstory stuff is interesting but then i would say the last episode most of the stuff it was cool to see, but we already knew it. We already knew that he rescued Fennec. You know, what I mean? we already knew that he got his armor at some point. You know what I mean? It was cool to see him get his ship. But yeah, also, I still don't understand why he didn't remember getting his armor taken from the, by the Jaws. I don't understand why he's like, my armor must be in in the Sarlacc pit. In the hole, like, yeah. Is it? it? You crawled out. <laughs> you don't remember that. <laughs> And then also when they're just hovering over the hole, I'm like, this is like a colonoscopy. Like, just what are we waiting for? <laughs> like, it literally like, like, guys, you couldn't shot this a little bit better. It like looks like a colonoscopy. Like, yeah. just like, like what just, are you doing, Star Wars? Just spreading the cheeks and uh, having a peeks. But um, yeah, the, and, like what, what really made it for me in that episode as well is the fact that Boba Fett had said, I'm tired of working for idiots who don't know what they're doing to get us killed. And he's literally putting his face in this fucking hole that swallowed <laughs> people, swallows dozens of people and digests yeah. them over the course of a thousand years. So you're literally like, that. there's not too much dumber than you can get than putting your finger in the mouth of something that you know is has yeah, not only will bite you, has bitten you before. And you think like, 
his, his ship? Like, would it not have some better tools to, like, look into the hole without being, like, his eyeball, like, right as close as possible? Like, pull out your sniper rifle. Like, I don't know. Do a scan. Like, you chance. travel through. Literally, not 10 minutes before that, had a drone that she sent yeah. out to do a scan. Right. She couldn't have just, like... Kobe, that's a good that point. That's good point. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. that that's <laughs> such a good point. It's but no, such... let's go up as close as possible. <laughs> Turn on, get your flashlight out. Uh, you see anything in this maw that is God knows how big? It's like I'm sure I left it here somewhere. And then also after they obliterated it, he crawls in the hole. <laughs> he's like, I can't find it. After he almost died in that thing, and now all he's wearing is like robes before he's wearing full-on beskar armor he's like oh didn't find anything just a lot of dead things <laughs> what did he figure what did he figure was that gonna happen like that the his armor was somehow slurped off of him and remained in the mod that he just like he just stripped nude out? before he got out like i mean I, I get it if if you know he just experienced a massive trauma. He got beaten in the head. You know, there's probably some like concussion protocol kind of thing where there like maybe there's some short term memory loss. So granted, I'll give you that. He didn't exactly remember where where or um, didn't remember the Jawas taking the armor off of him. But yeah, man, like diving into that pit without any. Yeah, that was it, a weird scene. I don't, it was really, a weird, I don't really get it. Rushed like. Mm-hmm. It, it just didn't seem like it was as thought through that a lot of the newer, like the stuff in the Mandalorian seems very well thought through, very logical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't get have that. You seen, didn't uh, get that. Have you seen the movie Dinner for Schmucks? Yes. Yes. It's, one of, it's such an underrated movie, but there's a scene with Jermaine from Flight of the Concords. Yep. I, was, I have to play this for you right now because I was thinking of that when you were talking about them uh, like a colonoscopy. And okay. all I was thinking of him talking to Paul Rudd. I have to play this. One of my zebras was in labor. It was a messy business. The fold was in breach. At about the 22nd hour, I just said, stuff it. And I just thrust my hand in, turned the little guy around. Wow. Do you have any idea what it's like, Tim, to be up to your elbow in a zebra's vagina? And feel (laughs) life, new life, fresh life? No, I don't. You should try it, Tim. It's magical. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I actually thought the last episode was kind of weird. Yeah, weird. It's yeah, it seemed weird to me. There was a I, lot of moments like when he was chasing that weird rabbit droid was weird to me. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, oh yeah, and he held up by the neck, it just turns itself off. I thought that was kind of funny. I'm like, what is happening? That whole kitchen fight scene seemed clunky, unnecessary, not really yeah. covert. Like these are droids; they can they can just yeah. like. The only thing I enjoyed about that episode was him him getting the ship back. I like that. I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. That was I, the only thing that we we hadn't seen before. Do you know what I mean? Like everything else was just like stuff we already knew that happened on Mando. You know what I yes. mean? Like yeah. we know that he f- rescued Fennec. We know that like, you know, I don't know. Another thing we that was a bed that was shit in. This is this is for the deep the deep geeks. But if you listen to Boba Fett coming to Fennec Shand, we didn't know it was Boba Fett at the time. Yeah. You get that spurs, that clink, yeah. clink, clink, yeah. clink. If you watch uh, Empire Strikes Back, and even I think in, I think it's even in Jedi as well. 
No, maybe it's not in Jedi. But in uh, Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett's got that clink, 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 like the spurs to represent that old Western cowboy bounty hunter that he represented. I don't know what happened. Who shit the bed in this department? But that was not in the uh, the same scene of him walking up to Fennec Shand. There's no clink, clink, clink. Maybe that was done just for like, like out of the fourth wall, kind of, or outside the fourth wall for the audience when they initially did it in Mandalorian. But mm-hmm. I thought I was a little bit kind of like, Meh, where is that? But overall, I enjoyed the fourth episode. I mean, I enjoyed I, it. There's I, just some weird moments in it that I was like, oh. The other moment I thought that was kind of weird was when he went back to that club, like that when uh, Black Chrysanthemum like got really mad at those. What are they called? Those lizard people? Uh, Trandoshans, I think they're. Yeah, which I know, I know he hates them because they enslaved Wookies. Yeah, but that's that, they, that was kind I, of a I nice. I felt like that. I did feel like the scene kind of dragged a bit too long, where he's just like staring at them and just getting really mad, and then, you know, was beat a bunch of them up, and then was gonna rip the arm off, and then Jennifer Beals was like trying to talk him down, but then Boba was just standing there the whole time, and then didn't do anything, and then left. Yeah, what was the point of his uh, well, visit? The, the only reason that he showed up was like, "Hey, you want to be my? You want to join me? Even though you tried to kill me the other day, and I threw you in a pit. Yeah, and now you want to be best friends? Like what? The Wookiee? Are you talking about the Wookiee? Yeah, yeah. That whole I, moment there. I've, that scene. That scene could have been kind of interesting, but I felt like it dragged a little too long. And why didn't Boba intervene to kind of like, hey? Uh, maybe if Boba intervened and, and, and quieted down the situation, then he could earn some respect of the people there. And exactly. Then like, oh. Right. But he just stood there and then was mm-hmm. like, hey, man, you want some work? I'm like, what? I Aside from that being poorly written, I do enjoy the Wookiee. Oh, I do, too. I think the Wookiee's great, but I think he's a little underutilized. I, I'm curious to see how it all plays out. because so, so far, angry. I like been, it. It's just been really weird. Like he attacked Boba and his back to tank, got beat up. And then was told, then was let out, and then was like, "Yeah, we don't need him." And they just ran away. <laughs> he is he is inserted for the the huge fans beyond yeah. beyond what I would say I am by any stretch because he is like ex- uh, almost exclusively comics, at this point right? in the comics, uh, yeah. specifically Doctor Afra, who is someone yeah. who's worked for Vader. I've read I've read the first little bit of their comics. On like, I think I've been able to get some free ones from like Audible comics yeah. or whatever. Um, not Audible. Kindle, I think it is, um, where Dr. Aphra is this character that sort of loosely teams up with Vader a little bit. She's kind of this like affable, happy-go-lucky kind of character and somehow manages to find herself in a little bit of favor of Darth Vader. Um, and I again, I, I apologize to any of the mega geeks out there who are just screaming at the podcast right now uh, for us not knowing enough or more about this character but he is uh this black chrysanthemum from what i know uh is heavily involved in that and that he has worked with boba before um pre empire uh on some jobs or some things and and andy you'll like this if you notice he's got a big scar on his eye do you know where he got that from nowhere Hmm. he got it from obi-wan oh because at some point when he was working for Jabba, Jabba hired him to go deal with some moisture farmers who were like putting up a stink about paying some extra tax or some shit. And he went after um, Uncle Owen, whatever his real name is. 
Owen Lars. And but then Obi Wan intervened and they fought and Obi Wan hit him with his lightsaber. Cool. Uh-huh. That's pretty sweet. So so that's cool though. I, I think he could end up in the uh Obi Wan show, which I wouldn't doubt it. If, if they make that canon. But yeah. Yeah, well well Black Chrysanthemum, I think is uh is he well obviously he's a canon character now. Um but was this storyline pre canon era? No, this is all just in that comics, the the Vader comics. Okay, the recent comics then. Okay, well, that would count yeah. as canon then because the, the, I think the whole point yeah. of, you know, media release post-Disney is that everything is now canon. Um, okay. uh, so, but again, I feel like if you hadn't or haven't absorbed a ton of this other meta Star Wars material, like up to date on all of the, like, thousand comics that have likely been released by now yeah uh and then not only read it but like memorized it to have this shit on recall for some of these real deep dive kind of characters i i don't know that's 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 thick but um but i so far i enjoy black chrysanthemum and i enjoy some of the i think black chrysanthemum is cool yeah what i I was hoping one of the cool elements and and the twins i thought i like the huts being brought in Mm-hmm. And I, I like hearing about the the criminal underworld. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but we've only s- seen a tease of it a bit. I for some reason after the last episode, because I was like, oh, that's the end when they were like, oh, I don't need to be in my back to tank anymore. I'm like, what? Is there only one more episode left? But there's at least three. two or three more. There's three yeah. left. Yeah, three left now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a little weird. Like your healing is now complete. It's like, is it? Is it? <laughs> Is it is. It? it is a bit. Some people have pointed out too how much of like a pushover he's been. But I guess, like, like you think about when he showed up on Mando, he was like just had his gaffy stick and was just like fucking up stormtroopers like there's no tomorrow. And then all of a sudden he shows up in the book of Boba Fett and he's getting his ass handed to him like every two minutes. But I guess it's more people are saying that they kind of nerfed him a bit just for the story because if he was as badass as he was previously, there'd be no story. True. You know, every, you know, the, the interesting part about Superman is not all of his powers. It's that he's allergic to kryptonite. Yeah. This one thing can be utilized to kill him. And it's the weakness that makes the character. Essentially, it's not yeah. not all of their cool mm. powers and not all of their cool abilities, not the cool armor. It's their weakness. How is that what weakness it? going to be exploited by the bad guys to drive an interesting story to make a story out of this? Essentially, like I say, be- otherwise just walking through everybody. It'd be interesting if he dies at the end of it. I well, appara- apparently in the extended, like the non-canon legends, Boba Fett, <laughs> he got like, um, like the Sarlacc pet gave him like not. I don't know if they would call it cancer, but kind of like cancer, and he that's why he ends up dying, and he ends up dying in in the like the legends books or whatever. Hmm. In the that's legends, the legends era, he's around till he's like seventy or eighty. Mm. I could have swore I read or heard something about like him he, like getting like he has this sort of illness or something. Yeah, he does. He is sick as hell. He's got like like um, I don't want to say if it's tumors or something like that. I don't know if it's directly from the Sarlacc pit, but something about someone had poisoned Mandalore essentially or uh, made it so that Boba was essentially allergic to going back to Mandalore. So he couldn't lead the Mandalorian uh-huh. people. He had to give up his position as Mandalore, as the the king ruler of the world Mandalore. Uh, so he 
uh, so that was his like greatest defeat in the Legends era was that he couldn't return to his home, his home world, and mm. you know rule the people. That was before he was like a clone of Django. Yeah, he had his own story. He had his own thing. He had you know he yeah. had a granddaughter who he was kind of reconciling with a little bit um, towards the end and everything. Uh, but uh, but yeah, if if he does bite it, I think like. I think there is going to be an overall lesson learned by Boba Fett and that there is like almost literally physically going to be a book that Boba Fett writ, wrote or created or some kind of manifest of his that is going to drive the Star Wars story further. That is going to be like right. what he passes on, his legacy to the Star mm. Wars world is this to redemption Omega. of... To Omega. Maybe Omega. That'd be great if she showed up and kind of... Took the Mandalore armor I, I, and everything. I, I thought there'd be more like um, hints at her after how they set it up at the end of um, the Bad Batch. You think that'll maybe, happen right? in Mandalorian season three, though? Uh, maybe, but I, I would hesitate. See, I, the only thing I would hesitate with that is because I don't think that many of you watched the Bad Batch, and it, they just introduced her last year. Do you yeah. know what I mean, there's not yeah. enough like emotional kind of interest or connection to be like, oh, we just introduced this character and now she's the most important thing. Like, mm-hmm. Here would be my concern about introducing a live action Omega at this point is having her a twin, essentially, of Boba Fett standing side by side. <laughs> Unless it's like Katie Seagal, I'm not going to buy a younger <laughs> twin of Boba F- of this, of Tamura Morrison's well, tr- Boba tr- Fett. Technically, how how old should Boba Fett be? Uh, like in, so, in canon, in Clone Wars, he's, what is like ten, right? Yeah, give it another he's, three years, so he'd be about thirteen or fourteen in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I think okay. he was like a teenager in the Clone Wars. They did show an episode of Boba Fett with a couple of bounty hunters in in the Clone Wars TV show. Uh, so what? What's that? 20 years. So he's essentially like 35, 36. Tamora Morrison, as we see Boba Fett right now, is like 37 to 40. See, okay. So there, okay. Age aside, my (laughs) biggest issue lately is when he's wearing the Boba Fett armor, he doesn't look like Boba Fett. Like Boba Fett was a skinny fucking dude. Skinny, he's like kind of a scrawny guy. Yeah. He's very thin, and even the way his neck, the way he moves, like, he's no good to me dead. And the way he's, like, walking, like, that doesn't look like Tamora. Tamora's, like, his gut sticking out. His neck is huge. Like, Tamora looks great for a 60-year-old. Yeah. He's, he's just, like, physiologically, he does not look like what the Boba Fett has got. What yeah. I would more believe is if you look at... Um, I'm going to sound like Pierre Maguire right now. If you look at uh, Daniel... Uh, Logan? Daniel Logan. Daniel Logan. Yeah. He would fit that Boba Fett armor. He looks like him when he wears the armor. I saw a picture with the armor and I'm like, mm, you know what? I think there's an argument to be made that he should have played him. I know. One of my next podcast guests who I want to have back on is our boy Mark Anthony uh, Austin yeah. and see what his feelings are now on his uh, push for uh, putting his vote behind Tamora Morrison as opposed to his boy. Ooh, and they're still yeah. like really good buddies. I think the three of them have even yeah. been in photographs together. Tamora, him, and um, okay. I think I think performance yeah. wise, like his acting, Tamora has been great. It's just when he puts the Boba Fett armor on, it doesn't look like Boba Fett. It's a little bit like the solo situation, right? Where you just don't necessarily buy that. 
yeah. the actor is portraying this character, this beloved. Did you have the same? Did you have the same feeling when you saw him put the armor on in Mandalorian? Uh, or I was think it? I was just a, a little bit, a little bit, but I was just so happy to see Boba Fett back and kicking ass, like yes. his, so, his intro. That was the was same just, for me. Is it was his in, his hello intro back into the armor? Yeah, it was less noticeable. Or it was so I didn't good. Even, it was less noticeable, but I kind I did notice it rewatching that episode a few times. He's fat as fuck. I'm like, ah, oh, it's like <laughs> no, he's chunky. But then it. I think, stop well, it. time has gone on. Don't we all get a little bit well that fatter well, waistline as we get older? You know what I mean? Like, but, but he he's been drinking weird, like you know, sand clams and like living with the Tuscan Raiders. He like, got really mauled by a sarlacc pit. Sure, like he like, should be like, thinner. Really, like if they'd even <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look at well, the no, guy like can you eat. get infected, you kind of bloat a little bit. So if they'd maybe <laughs> address that, I don't know. And I don't want this to become like a body shaming thing by any stretch. Like you say, he looks amazing. Well, no, like no, he looks like a badass, but he just doesn't look the same. He doesn't look the same. Physiologically, I mean? people are built differently. He looks great. Like tomorrow, like I agree with you. Tomorrow Morrison looks great. But like it's just, yeah, when you look think of Boba Fett in Empire Strikes Back versus versus Boba Fett now, you're like, what the fuck? What the where like what happened? I would have honestly been happy. But I just, I just yeah. always rationalized that that he got older and metabolism slows down. <laughs> I think I would have actually been happier should they have cast Daniel Logan, but had it voice dubbed by Tamura Morrison, like yeah. they kind of redid with the and as well. Put your fucking helmet on, Boba. The reason why so many people fell in love with you is because you had this helmet on. You were dark. You were mysterious. Yeah. You people knew nothing about him aside from. Yeah. He was a wild card who is known for disintegrating people, which is yeah. kind of a little bit of a far stretch from this like animal loving. I want to ride him, uh, Tamura Morrison esque era kind of Boba Fett that we're getting now. Like I see no hint that this would be this gunslinger who would, at a moment's hesitation, disintegrate a bounty and get on the bad side of Darth Vader. Like, again, he yeah. semi-addressed that. You could argue saying, uh, that's all behind me. I'm through working for people who are going to make me, you know, kill me too soon. Sure, you're going to have some conflicts of character and spirit when you're living in a Sarlacc pit, I'm sure. But that's not the Boba Fett I fell in love with. Yeah. But the thing is, if they, uh, if they showed it chronologically... Then when he is taking his helmet off, when he is trying not to fight and show respect, you get it. You know what I mean? True. Where now, like when you see that first episode and he's like, why are you taking your helmet off? Like, why doesn't he why does he want to rule with respect or why does he even want to run a crime family? You don't really know. You don't you don't you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Once the series is said and done, you guarantee there's going to be some YouTuber that cuts a chronological edit of. Fuck, I should have just kept that to myself and done it done it my own. Then I could have <laughs> made some money on it. Okay, none of you other eight people listening right now better, better yeah. have that idea because I want to do it. Um, but, like, edit it in a chronological order. And then... Because like, I think that's a phenomenal idea. Having those... Like I say, you just kind of get it a little bit more. But Yeah. Well, I, and I feel like it would be... How cool would it be is if you start the, the first episode with him just sitting on the throne and then it and then it cuts to it just cuts right away like to the sar just the sand outside the sarlacc pit and then the hand comes out you know what i mean and you just go from there 
Yeah. Right. And then you're wondering, okay, when does he get to like Mando? Like when does it like, then you're, you're into it. You know what I mean? Um, And I'm curious what the rationale was between that. You know what I mean? Where I think they were maybe trying to appease two groups. Maybe if there's people that like, totally, I want to know how he got on the Sarlacc. I don't want to see him hang out with sand people. I want to see him like taking over Jabba's whole thing. And that's then there's the, other people like, no, I want to know what happens. Like, you know, totally. So they, a, I feel like they're trying to like appeal to two groups or something. It's you know a I mean? series of compromise right now. And I feel yeah. like, like within the, the writing staff, perhaps even like up to that level, I think they maybe even couldn't agree on it. And that's why there's this kind of, you know, juxtaposition of back old Boba, new Boba, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, um, but I would say I, I actually really like Tamura. I, I think his performance has been great. I've loved all this, like the, the moments with the Sam people. Um, but I will say, okay, my other complaint, if I were to have another one, is I would say the action. Aside from the train sequence, has kind of been lackluster, I would find. Stilted, definitely. As, as, yeah, there's something off about it. Like compared like the, the fight sequences in Mando or that first sequence in like season one of Mando where he has to fight the weird horned beast thing yep and he like he's got his knife out and he's like waiting to like die <laughs> and how badass that is um versus that first scene in like episode one of boba fett with those guys with those like like plasma shields and whatever and it's like so awkward and weird and just i don't know or the or the chase sequence in the episode three was like really clunky and slow and awkward yeah, and someone made the point, like, how fast can you actually go in a city that congested and that... But then don't write that scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't write that. Have, well, yeah. Have, some, I, have, have, a foot, have a foot chase. Like, I don't know. Totally. Like, like, you guys wrote it. You made, like... <laughs> Make it good. We can't... It's not like it's a real place that you're chasing someone. Like you guys made this up. <laughs> like, yeah, the traffic is awful. You know, I'm, sorry real, is, right? <laughs> I, I'm sorry this is really unentertaining, but that's just the traffic here in Mosespa. I'm sorry. There's nothing we can it's, it's what we have to work with. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get permits. We had to get all sorts of approvals. Have you met Time this mayor? The traffic flow. Uh yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it, I agree. The action is a little bit kind of it's it, it lacks that first scene of Boba Fett coming back. Is yeah. oh, th- that's the other thing too. comparing it to that, that now that you bring that up, that scene with Boba Fett and how fucking badass that whole sequence was. And the crazy part that that was directed by Robert Rodriguez as well. He directed a bunch of these episodes, too. So. Yeah, I don't even get that. Yeah, I, I, I really do wish I've now waited for the entire, of course, I'm not going to be able to. Obviously, you no, dangle the Star Wars content bit in front of me. I'm going to eat it up like a fucking hungry pie eater that I am, kind of thing. I might yeah. be able to do it for the final two episodes. I, I'll definitely watch this oh, Wednesday, I but I, I there's can't. a there's there's a really strong chance like I might just watch back to back, um, to end it. Well, not not if we're doing a news podcast in two weeks, but it's uh. No, we'll, we'll talk dates. <laughs> we'll talk. Da- we'll, we'll we'll see how this one goes, and then we'll. I, I would try to, but I my whole thing is like I try I I basically watch Boba Fett at like five oh one every Wednesday. Like as soon as ten in the morning, my workday is done. Oh, I'm you're like, done. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I start watching it, and then I will often watch it again that same night, 
And then after that come, starts the sequence of like breakdown videos. Like I'll watch new rock stars. I'll watch screen crush. I'll watch heavy spoilers. And let's just like over and over like Star Wars explains Star Wars theory. Just like it's a, it's a drug. It's a problem. It is. And, and, <laughs> and that's just, it. that is the, that is the beauty of the internet and this nerd community that we are uh, yeah. cementing ourselves in. Hopefully is hearing other people's opinions and then hearing about what they've perceived and their ideas, which, you know, a lot of what I've rambled on tonight has been just, re-spouting regurgitating shit that i've read um yeah. and uh like easter eggs especially like like even the lady with the droids um she's been in the background of one of the scenes yeah, um yeah. when by the when the when the all the stormtrooper helmets are heads on a pike yeah you see her yeah. down there with a couple of her little like uh fixer droids kind of guys yeah um like a lot of those little cameos and Easter eggs. And yeah, I love the Max Rebo band, the blue guy. Like she even called mm-hmm. him Max. And, like, and, yep. So it's, like, it's confirmed. It's confirmed. It's Max uh, Rebo, baby. It's not I like, I don't know a, how he got off the barge in time, but okay. Right. I want a Max Rebo. I want a book of Max Rebo. That's what we need yeah. next. Um, I, you know what? You know what? I wish, I wish Disney would like do some more, just like one off, like shorts. Like, why not just do like a quick, I, like, fi- 10 minute like short film about max revo what would have been better of, if, if he had a kind of dodge yeah <laughs> just if, like if he had a robot arm i think that would have like made it a lot more like ah he got out as opposed to like or is, like unscathed. missing an eye or is kind of burnt up a bit yeah like half his tusk is gone or or half a, his trunk is gone or something i want to um, see Watto. i was hoping for a Watto cameo right well they're in most espo right i know yeah yeah so hopefully hopefully we're gonna get a oh Hopefully we're gonna get spoon fed some more cameos over the next yeah. so, three okay. episodes here. But one thing though that could be interesting and which has got me kind of excited. Obviously, everyone heard the Mando theme at the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. So clearly he's calling up his friends and, and Mando has to show up at some point, right? Mm. He doesn't he doesn't but, have Grogu anymore to be looking after and caring and I would just love if he shows up and he's just a wreck. He's <laughs> just an dressed. emotional wreck. <laughs> hey, he took my boy. He's all depressed. <laughs> he took my baby. If you thought Bobo was fat, wait till you see Fat Mando. <laughs> no, he... he uh, Man, like, Mando should show up with Mace Windu being like, I brought help. And then fucking ooh. Boba Fett... Ooh. Mace would be so well, old at that point. Would there he was, fuck, who cares? There's this one oh, huge... hell no. <laughs> but but Mace wouldn't know who he was. Would he know would he know who Boba Fett is? No. No. But Boba would know him. But Boba, Boba would, would know. remember him. Uh I bet I wouldn't be surprised if that if they are going to continue Book of Boba Fett, if they're gonna give it a season two, God help them if they do. Oh, it's gonna include Mace Windu. It would be like a teaser to say like I found something. And he gives him like an, a, a lightsaber. He cracks it on and it's purple. He's like, yeah. I found this in Coruscant. And then, uh, mm. or somewhere in the dark, uh, some kind yeah. of like tidbit to make you think that, yeah, base is. You, you know what I would be all for? Is a live action Boba Fett show that takes place like pre original trilogy or around the time of the original trilogy and just find any actor you want that looks like Boba Fett to play him in the costume 
but he just never takes his helmet off, and Tamara Morrison just does the voice. Essentially, it'd be almost like a cartoon at that point kind of thing. They could animate it for all... I mean, live action would be better. I agree. Yeah. So you, have, you could have him hunting down Mace and all that and have all those characters and whatever, but then just doesn't take his helmet off. But That'd be fun. one thing I was going to ask, though, who do we think is going to show up to help him out? We're going to get like Dengar and Bosk, like... I don't think it's going to be Dengar because uh, an article just came out today, if not yesterday, and it's been circulated a few times. Sorry, an interview came out, and then the reportings on that have been recirculated a few times, is that Simon Pegg is hoping to play live-action Dengar at some point. Really? Yeah. It'd be an interesting choice. I I don't know anything about Dengar except he was in that one scene and. Empire Strikes Back. Right. Yeah. And but did didn't in the in like the pre in like uh Clone Wars or something, didn't he did he not like train Boba Fett? Oh, or did Boss I train can't Boba remember. Fett? There was a few from both of those guys in I don't think they had touched on Boba Fett as far as like those two together in those um uh shoot, those anthologies are really like uh from a certain point of view. Oh, okay. With uh, Empire Strikes Back, there is one with Dengar, and there's definitely one with Boba Fett. Um, but those aren't. Uh, I think what the official stance is on those is that some of those stories are canon, and some of them aren't. But they will not tell you which ones are and which ones aren't. They being like oh. the the gatekeepers of Disney. I guess it is canon from a certain point of view. Mm. From a certain point of view. And that's just it, because like in the very first one, in the Mos Eisley cantina scenes, there's a few different, uh, like the timing is a little bit off on a few of the accounts, which would be like Mm. any kind of investigative murder story. You know, you're going to have some inconsistencies with the accounts of the patrons or people who are witnessing shit going on in the background. But yeah, there there has been nothing. um, mm, I'm not going to say that definitively. I don't know. What has what is officially <clears throat> canon as far as Dengar goes at this point? Mm. But like, okay, so who I think back to your original original question? I don't think it's Dengar. That's a long story long. I <laughs> my explanation as to why I don't think it's Dengar. Um, Han Solo, I think, would be a stretch. Yeah, I, I've heard I, it, that's the one thing. Now that I've seen the show so far, that's the originally I'm like it could be interesting if they bring in Han Solo, but now seeing the show so far, I'm like. I don't know why if Han Solo is like elbows deep in some Princess Leia right now, (laughs) trying to make a little Kylo Ren. I don't know why he would come back to Tatooine or why he would help Boba Fett. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't make any sense. He is attempting to establish a new republic itself, a new government for the entire galaxy. I don't think he's going to come fart with a little crime lord on backworld Tatooine who, you know, Han has outwardly said he dislikes. Like if they did it, I think I think his presence on Tatooine would be like a coincidence. And it's like I forgot my the, keys here. Yeah, like it'd be or something. Maybe, or, or maybe with like the New Republic, like trying to shut it down. You know what I mean? That that's right. the only thing I could think. Like trying to bring Tatooine, but I, I'm trying to. I guess I never go to Tatooine in the in the, the prequel, the sequel series. What? Because I don't know what happened. What is what happens to Tatooine? Does it ever get legit? Nothing. Does it ever go Jakku, legit? They 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 switch to Jakku. But here is something uh, we're kind of running out of time. I'm sure something we haven't touched on yet is the Pike Syndicate. Now the mm. Pike Syndicate is fucking balls deep everywhere. There is little symbology all over the place 
as far as Solo in the necklace that uh, Kira and uh, Darth Maul are wearing, uh, the Pike Syndicate is balls deep in um, Bad Batch. So what one Reddit user, shit, I can't remember who it was, uh, what they had speculated was that the Pike Syndicate is going to actually turn it off now, listener, if you don't want any potential spoilers. All right, there's your chance. Um, the Pike Syndicate is actually who is responsible for hooking up because they were so involved with the uh, Camino cloners. They're mm-hmm. going to be attempting to kidnap Grogu and fighting to, and then they're going to be the ones who try to, who are essentially like hired or work with Moff Gideon or uh, what other subsidiaries. Uh, especially leading back to Mount Tantis, which is at the very, very end of Bad Batch, which, and I'm rereading the old Thrawn trilogy right now, and they're starting to get into it, um, which is where the Emperor stored all of his secrets for, uh, and, and like experimental weapons. You know how Batman goes to like uh, uh, Morgan Freeman in yeah. uh, Lucius Fox <laughs> in the re- R&D department? And they got all these experimental yeah. weapons, experimental things. That's essentially what Mount Tantus is to the Empire, where it has mm. all of their experimental uh, weapons and plans and things like cloning abilities, cloning secrets, cloning original DNA, that kind of shit. So I think mm. the Pike Syndicate is going to have a, a bigger over... I think they're the new bad guys, essentially, of the entire Star the, Wars series. You don't think the Pikes are working for uh, Crimson Dot? Like for Kira? Potentially. And now that you say that, it's likely going to spin on my head like that and be like, yeah, they they are part of that Crimson Dawn. Yeah, well, they are part of that Crimson Dawn syndicate because they were a part of that one meeting with Darth Maul had at the towards the end of Clone Wars, I think it was, in that last season. Mm-hmm. Where there's a couple of the crime lords around the hollow projector of Darth Maul. And... Um, I'm going to have to rewatch that season again now to infer, confirm that the Pike Syndicate is actually there. But, um, yeah, I, now that you say that, I think maybe it's going to like arc back to Kira and mm-hmm. her leading of the Crimson Dawn Syndicate to then mm-hmm. try and get Grogu away from now Luke Skywalker. But like mm-hmm. they got to start cranking at the media quicker if people are going to be a like alive to see the end of this entire i mean let's be honest we're not going to live to see the very last star wars piece of media this that's what i was thinking about this the other night i'm like man this has got to be like as cool it's so interesting to see like has there ever been an expanded universe this detailed do you know what i mean like where like literally there's so much media and so many stories being written that take place within the star wars universe is it going to get to the point where there's going to be a book that's canon, which is just like galactic tax rules. <laughs> Where if you want to learn how to do taxes in the galaxy, oh, this is canon. This is how it's done. And you can learn that. Like literally every detail, every aspect of the, every corner of the Star Wars universe is going to be written about. And so it's going to be like this full history that you can explore all the way down to the minute details of like how to file their taxes on Coruscant. <laughs> it's like fantastic Ewoks and where to find them for the <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> Yeah. I yeah totally. There's we're we're not gonna get there, but um, but but yeah. do you, uh, but Tamura's interview. Do you, do you think there's gonna be Ewoks? 
Oh, Tamora. Okay, there's another spoiler, folks. Tamora more or less shit the bed on the spoiling that Ewoks are going to be in Book of Boba Fett, maybe. In the interview itself, uh, maybe I'll play the clip. I'll see if I can find it again. Um, here. Oh, I'm going to go with an Ewok. Yeah. I like those Ewoks. They were great to work with. <laughs> they were funny. They were funny. They were cheese. Oh. So as you heard, he just said that uh, the the Ewoks were very fun to play with or very fun to film with. And you think then he meant of... Jawas? You think he meant Jawas? Well, see, he that, Jawa. that's where I'm really hoping because uh, Tamura Morrison has said that like Ming-Na Wen was his resource for star wars lore he knows not tomorrow knows nothing about star wars stuff like self-admitted and so <laughs> even he, though he's like so ingrained in it like, he's like so funny. one of the like top six characters in the entire franchise he said like the boom mic operator knew more about him more about star wars than he did well doesn't don't doubt that at all but he uh, but apparently ming na wen is a huge star wars fan and was a great resource for him he'd point to stuff and she'd like just rattle it off what that was whatever that random piece of Star Wars paraphernalia was on set. So hopefully he's going to lean on her a little bit harder in any future series to come. And uh, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. How funny would it be, though, if he's assembling this army and he hires a bunch of Ewoks and they show up? <laughs> It'd be in, awesome. In the, Even if that does happen, I'll still find it entertaining. In the <laughs> old expanded universe, Ewoks, to show their... Uh, uh, gratitude to the rebellion for like getting these empire this empire off their planet they would lend themselves out as like support animals to re- rebels who had PTSD <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad you finished that so I didn't know where that was going <laughs> yeah well like any, like people who like walk in a problem. gold bikini like oh <laughs> in the, in the <laughs> Leia, Princess Leia outfit <laughs> Well, there was that. What was that one? That one uh, creature that was like in the background of one of the shots in Boba Fett looks like a weird, like werewolf thing with like. Oh yeah, with the bronze. Did you not see that? I'm yeah. like, oh god. I mean, different strokes for different folks, for sure. But there's, sure. A, there's a yum to every yuck out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yuck. On that yeah. note, um, it's a good place. That's a good place. That's a good place. I'm done. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm spent. <laughs> I'm spent. All right. Well, thank you everyone for indulging us on this little uh, interruption to our usual scheduled broadcast. Um, we're, again, we're going to come out with more of these as we come on. Uh, don't forget to check us on Instagram at Good Morning Alderon. Uh, nowhere else, though. Where our YouTube channel is kind of the balls right now. Um, eventually, it might it might come back, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, again, on behalf of my lovely co-hosts, Andy and Ryan, I just want to say thanks for listening. And hey, always be a Jedi in the streets. In a Sith in the sheets. Ooh, that felt good. It's been a while. Oh, that's that's nice. Mm, that's like a that's like an mm. old an old hat that just fits mm, just right. Mm, mm, mm. Good night, everybody. Bye bye. See you.